Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Lura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung. Hello and welcome to that podcast. I don't have my little sound box. Hello. Oh, I have it. I was wait, I so was, sorry, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, was, like, wait a minute. I was waiting for something. Uh, <laughs> Nothing. Oh, these are hard to figure. Yeah. I've never actually looked at this. Oh, no, not, not that one. <laughs> so I'll just pass that back to the rightful owners. Before we get, before we really kick it into gear, because we have a, a huge episode ahead of us, I'd like to wish a happy belated birthday to Michael McClellan. His birthday is like two weeks ago. Now we got to hit something. Yay. Yay. I miss Mike. It was good seeing Michael on, on uh, Sunday. Oh. <laughs> uh, they don't oh, have like a... He came for Palapalooza. It's not as easy as it looks. Nope. <laughs> I only know what the top row is, and that's about it. What was um? Uh, it was good to see Michael. Like, yeah. it, it, it kind of felt like that with a, a couple of people that just. You ever think of your life as like a sitcom? Mm -hmm. And uh, with Paul Palooza, there was a your bunch life, of probably there was a bunch of guest appearances that just yeah. showed up. Yeah, it's that moment of like this where, I know them from life. somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like a giant mashup episode. Yep. yep. And and seeing Michael, that was, it was good to see him. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who Michael McClellan is. Mm -hmm. um, I do. You, I know you do. That's why you wish him a happy birthday. Uh, just not hoping for Michael, that. Michael was a big part of the broadcast ministry um, for years yeah. here. Yep. And he ran cameras. Mm -hmm. he, for the longest mm -hmm. time, he was running sound. And that's kind of his wheelhouse. He went to school yeah. for that yeah. kind of stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. he, he now is on to new adventures um, outside of the Fargo-Moorhead area, but mm -hmm. we're glad to see him mm -hmm. uh, come and, and wish Paul a fare thee well. Yep, that was great. Yeah. That, uh, we, we said Palapalooza was great mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago before we actually knew it was going to be great. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it was great. It was great. <laughs> it's back to the future again. <laughs> yep. We were right the entire we, time. We were totally correct. Yep, and the pork chops were exquisite. They, that's a good word for it. Exquisite. Mm -hmm. and, but I will reiterate now that, uh, uh, Reverend Cross has retired. Can I start saying awesome again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I was saying it before he was gone. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I had some <laughs> major right. FOMO on Sunday. Some what? FOMO fear of missing out. Oh, I, I you was still in COVID shut down so I couldn't leave my house. Oh, oh that's right. you st you still sound a little plugged up. Yeah. I'm, I don't have my voice up, but yet back all the way yet that vid was there. nasty huh yeah first time in three years i felt like a real loser <laughs> total l yep you did it just right Failed. this is the time to get it if if you gotta get yeah. it get it now that first wave around i thought i was done for this, yeah. this is it for me yeah sick for a long time mm -hmm. didn't go away do you feel a, a, a little uh um i'm still like, like congested a, like you're holding on to yeah yeah and like i don't know like i just can't ever get fully Right. Like clear of it. Right. It's crazy that yeah. we're, we're getting to the real close to that three year mark where they, there started being rumors about the, something. The E word. Yeah. They, they made something new and it's not going to be good. They called it COVID-19. Mm -hmm. What were you talking about? Oh, I was saying the endemic. Oh, the endemic. Isn't that what we're in now? We were, we're in a pandemic. Yeah, now we're, we're in close. endemic. Yeah. I, th I think my family had it. Before it be, I, I always like to think that You're I'm a hipster. Yeah. I always like to think that I was, you know, I was country before country was cool. <laughs> I was COVID before COVID was, well, it wasn't global cool. Pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before it was a global pandemic. So it would have been at the very beginning of 2020. So they had just made it before that. When did it first come no, out? November of 2019. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, when did it actually hit North Dakota? Well, January of this, 2020. this is, this is where January. it gets, this is where it gets fun. So in like, I don't know if fun's the right word, but mm -hmm. very early in 2020, uh, we went, my family and I went to Minneapolis and we visited with a friend and his family and he's probably listening. So, Hey, Hey buddy, you know who you are. <laughs> I don't want to out him. And, uh, <laughs> And hey, uh, uh, patient zero, yeah. this one. Patient, patient zero. We we went and visited with uh, with their family, and um, we came back. And not very long later, I thought that I was dying. Mm -hmm. It felt I had influenza, the the bad influenza, whichever one it is, A or B or whatever. I had it 
like in 2016 or something. And I thought I was dead. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it for me. Yep. It was like a week long yep. that, that I, I slept day and night and just felt miserable. Yep. And that's what I felt like. And I went into the walk-in clinic and that was when they were just talking about it could be, it could be coming to the United States now. And I went in and they tested me for influenza and they said, Nope, Nope, you're negative. And I'm like, that can't be possible because I'm going to die. <laughs> and uh, I went home and I talked to my buddy. See uh, this NyQuil bottle? I have all the symptoms that it says for flu. So I, I talked to my buddy and he said that it went, because it went through our whole house then one by one. Yeah. And he said that it went through their whole house as well. And I knew this. I didn't put two and two together until months later. He had just been in San Francisco over the holidays. And now I think that was sort of where it, where it uh, first came, came on land. So that one lady who was the first reported case in North Dakota, was not the first one to have it. You're saying your family was, well, I don't want to be a showboat. Well, Ryan, (laughs) you didn't want to kind of buried the lead because at first when you were saying, I thought I was dying, I was about to say not to discount your feelings, but, um, are you sure you're not just overreacting to being sick? Well, I could have been. Had a man cold, you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it went through my whole house. So, um, Did the rest of your family think they were dying? Uh, yeah, they were in tough shape. Okay. So I I think we may have had it then, but it, it's uh, it was unconfirmed. So I'm saying I've never had it. Even though I posited, tested positive. I was like, wait a minute. On one of those home tests. But I found out from the clinic that I went to that they don't consider those real. So uh, I, as far as they're concerned, I never had it. Hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You know, what's really interesting is like, we, we all know what COVID-19 is. It's gotten a lot of press, a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the COVID, the coronavirus part, it's, it's a variant of the common cold, right? So yeah. it's super contagious. But in the case of COVID-19, it was, it was more deadly, especially in the first go arounds. But I mean, even, even without that, how, how often do we actually look to see like how many people actually die of the cold? I don't know. Cause there's all kinds of different variants of it out sure. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but like I said, you can't vac- vaccinate against the cold. Right. And, and it could flu. be, it could be complications from. Or it right. could be, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough to say. So, I mean, but have you ever looked at those statistics? Like things we don't think about? No, because no, it's like, depressing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this thing where it says like 0.1% of people who get the flu um, die from it. Mm-hmm. But how many, you know, 0.1%. Okay, so how many people are in the United States? 300, 300 million? 325 million or something like that. So 1% of 300 million is 3 million. Mm-hmm. And 1% of that is 300,000. Uh-huh. No, 30,000. Help yeah. me out, math people. 32,500. Let's see. Uh, okay, 325 million. And you want how much of that? 1%? 0.1%. Okay, so a tenth of a percent. Yep. Times 0.1. Uh, uh, th- Do you have to divide? Oh, that's that says 32 million, 32.5 million? No, you have to divide that's 10%. Point. That's ten. Oh, zero. No, I had. I didn't add an, a zero before. Go to three hundred million times point one, or point there. oh one. There you go. Okay, so that would be. Oh no. Three thousand people. Yeah, thirty-two thousand. I think thirty-two thousand. That's still a significant number yeah. of people. Yeah. Three hundred twenty-five thousand. But prior to COVID nineteen, we didn't even blink an eye at, you know. That's one of the like weird things I think has come out of COVID is the idea of no matter how, what you're sick with is actually staying home. Cause I think about before this, it's yeah. like, Oh yeah, I just have a little, I, I have just a have flu. a little cold. I don't have a my, fever. My throat is scratchy. Yeah. I can go and do this. It's fine. But it's like, no, I should stay at home. Yep. I, and I, that's why I like don't. the whole like Japanese culture of like, they all just wear masks mm-hmm. cause they, they have the same, like similar culture of like you work until you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they at least like do that. And it was always like such a weird thing mm-hmm. to me of like, why? Why? Or even like, and then it's like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Or even like people, I'll probably still wear a mask on a plane just because the more you think about it, you're like, ooh, planes are nasty. Kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Mm. No, I don't wear a mask anywhere now. 
I'll probably do it on, like on an actual plane because I think about sitting next to some weird strangers and yeah. no, I I've seen somebody drink also, from the tap of a plane before on an Allegiant flight. So um, I've I've flown a few times since COVID. The first time I had to because it was still a, a rule, but when they weren't looking, I took it off. And then uh, then after that, I didn't have to anymore, and I never wore one. You're the one who the plane has landed and you're the Karen on the video that the, <laughs> they're escorting off the plane. No, I wasn't rude. You know, Just, there's uh, you make a good point. Like, you know, there, there there was the whole push for masking, but there wasn't a whole lot of common sense to it. Like wearing a mask outside is pretty much pointless. Right. And even the masks that we were wearing, unless they were K, uh, uh, N95 or K90, whatever they're called, the, the fancy masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The particles of COVID-19 are smaller than like cloth masks or even even disposable masks can stop. Than what they're rated for. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly, if you if you like smoked a cigarette and you blew it into those masks, the smoke would come through it. And if the smoke could come through it, then... The particle is smaller than smoke particles. It can mm. go through it too. So why were we doing the whole masking thing? It, it almost seemed like um, it's kind of like taking your shoes off at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're doing something. Yeah. I had to take my boot off at the airport on the way back. From did you really? Alaska. Yep, I did. And then they sent it through the scanner by itself. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know I've complained you know about this before, you but. You fit a lot of things in there. You can. <laughs> When my family went to Disney, I, I just thought it was kind of funny because we masked all the way through the airport, right? People clumped together. You're in the airport. We get to Disney World, and this is the state of Florida, right? All freedom all the time, except at Disney World. <laughs> Disney, from the airport to the to Disney World, on the shuttles, you had to wear a mask. Uh-huh. Once you got to Disney World, if you were staying in one of the resorts, you had on the shuttle that went from your resort to, like, the Magic Kingdom, you had to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you got into Disney, where it's jam-packed with people everywhere, inside and outside, no masks. Yeah. Anytime I've been to either <laughs> Disneyland or Disney World, I've gotten sick coming back. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Because it's full of little <laughs> germ boats called children. <laughs> Jim yeah. Brewer. Jim Brewer has a new special out on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but he talks about the whole masking in the airport thing. Mm-hmm. Stay six feet apart from one another, wear your mask, you know, uh, uh, the, adhere to these rules and all that stuff. And then he's like, you know where that doesn't work? On the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I need luggage space. I need luggage space. <laughs> you got people right there next to you. <laughs> well, and this last time around, like you, um, my my family has gotten COVID twice. We got it right at the beginning, and we got it like, gosh, what was it like a month ago? It seems like it was just and I and the second time or the first time I was sick for three weeks, and I was sick. Like I I'm like, I didn't feel like I was gonna die, but I felt like I was gonna die because this is not going away. He's stronger than me. And then <laughs> Ryan was looking at plots of land, headstones, whole shebang. My, my biggest problem is that I couldn't I couldn't breathe because anytime I took in more than I, like I had to work on being mm-hmm. calm and to breathing. Keep your because every time I would breathe in, I'd go into a hacking fit. Mm-hmm. But, um, and that was the worst part of it. Uh, but this last time, I, uh, I got sick for about eight hours. Then Melissa got sick. Um, Addie and I had been vaccinated, and I still got sick. Mm-hmm. And then Reese got sick, and then Dylan got sick. And the funny thing about it to me is we all got sick. We're all in the same house, and yet every single one of us had different time frames and different rules based on who we were answering to. <laughs> Melissa was answering to the city. I was answering to the state. Uh, Reese, Dylan, and Addie were all answering to to two different schools in the same school district that had different rules. Mm-hmm. It made no sense. That I I Snapchat. I think the Snapchat Dana about this. I got a little cocky on a day four because I was feeling fine. I'm like you know what? I, beat I laughed this. so I, hard. I beat COVID. I, I know I'm not contagious anymore. She was. I was yeah. so confident. I, she was like, I'm just going to check it early. Yep. Cause well, I mostly was like, I'm feeling good. I have all weekend free. I'm going to go through my closet and like clean up my closet, get ready for fall. But like, I don't want to still be positive and be putting this stuff in bags and then go donate it somewhere. And, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be like gifting smallpox blankets. Exactly essentially. Right. <laughs> so I take the test. I was like, I know I beat this. I'm not, I'm Sarah, not. How, bad, how bad would you have felt if like, 
News breaking. Oh. Fargo, North Dakota has become quarantined by the entire country because of this outbreak. Yeah. I would have felt all terrible. Your fault. <laughs> I just see somebody walk by in like a couple old sheen tops and yeah. 400, shoes. 400 customers at local thrift store. All, <laughs> all COVID positive. <laughs> Tracking down years. items oh. now. <laughs> so what happened? What? Well, so I took it and... Um, I, I had to buy more tests from Target and it was a whole little science experiment. It was kind of fun. You know, I had to swab and put it in, put it in a dripper and I put it in the thing and it said, um, wait the full 15 minutes because uh, premature results may change. I was like, oh, thinking not that it would apply, you know, if it, it'll start negative, but then tell you you're positive over time. Mm. I dropped it into this, this thing immediately. Poof, Positive. <laughs> two, two dark, dark lines. Like, well, Ew. no. Guess I'm not doing that today. <laughs> it was a song. I did still wait the 15 minutes, though, in case it changed. Just in yeah, case it, they faded. It, yeah, it was not. And that was anywhere. a snap that she sent me. She's like, just in case it faded. Yep. I'm like, it's not it's going not anywhere. That's funny. Oh, so we're still dealing with it. Some people are. Some people are. Most people, I think, for the most, well, I think. It seems like most people have moved on yeah, mm -hmm. or just come to the conclusion. This is what it is and it's yeah. going to be with us. And it's crazy that it's creeping up in three years though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nutty. I, I will say that it seems to me like each variant has gotten lesser and lesser in its um, harshness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it may still be pretty contagious, but just doesn't beat you, beat you down like it did early <laughs> on. You're not pulling a Ryan and, you know, making sure your will's up to date. Right. right? Just Checking out funeral planning. planning. <laughs> I, I, again, that first time around with the alpha one, I was laying on the ground in the field position yeah. for most of the day. Just like, <laughs> when is this going to stop? Yep. Yeah. Terrible. So, uh, so what's your ice water? Ryan? It's really good. It's cold. Cold as ice. <laughs> you can't that sing that song. That's a copyright. <laughs> that was a, th that was a great album. <laughs> Well, I have a question. Okay, let's hear it. I got some religiosity questions. Oh, I remember what I wanted to ask first, okay? Because we started to talk about this, then we got sidetracked onto COVID for some reason. Sure. Paul Palooza. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite parts? Mm. What really stood out to you? Corey's speech. Corey's speech was, was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it'll supposedly be online, so you can I think it, it is all, on the, all is online. Is it already on there? Mm -hmm. I didn't check. <laughs> you know what stands out to me about Paula Palooza? is how much pain I was in that day for whatever reason. It was pure for misery. For whatever what reason. Are, you were what running you mean, all over the place. Oh. Well, and, and this this ties in because, so, uh, you know, Mark had his uh, uh, stuff that he was doing for Paula Palooza. So people were all over the place. And uh, I had one job, and that was to set these cameras up and hit record for the the video and go back and start the audio in the back room. And, uh, I was, I hurt so bad. And, uh, I go and I sit down and then I'm like, Oh, they're moving. Or I did not know that they were having a full band up here. Cause I asked, maybe I asked, I asked Jen and I'm like, are they singing? And she, I didn't ask, I didn't ask the right question. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. So she answered the question that I asked and so I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. And then they, they go up there and I needed to zoom the cameras out because they weren't, they, they weren't out far enough to get everything. So I went to the far one. I'm like, the, the closer one can stay where it's at. So I go sit down and then I'm sitting there for a little while. We're probably 20 minutes in and I'm like, oh, Eli, can you go make sure that I actually hit record on that camera? Oh, no. <laughs> So he went over there, and then I, I I was watching him. He looks up there and gives me the thumbs up and comes sits back down. But I heard so bad that that stands out. And Corey's Corey's speech was great. Corey's speech was great, and and I have I've been racked with guilt for the last couple of days. And so there's something that I need to for, do for rattling off all the different things that Paul could say instead of nevertheless. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. I was happy to do that because what, what, what else are you going to say after you're following a killer? I mean, Corey, Corey just, you could have dropped the oh, mic and that was it. That. And Mark's like, I put a video in between the two of you. I'm like, you needed a longer video because <laughs> I think it was only one too. Right. That was fantastic. And I, I like that it was, um, 
it was uh, um, from the heart, mm-hmm. but absolutely just, it wasn't necessarily a roast. It was as close to but, a roast. But it, <laughs> was, but it was pretty good. I mean, it was funny. Oh, so yeah. so hold on, DJ. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play something here. Your Bluetooth connected? I got my Bluetooth connected, yep. Okay. You know, uh, we'll save that for yep. an important day. That's an important day. This important is, day, Mark. This is from uh, Sunday service. You can hear all that. Can the camera follow me as I run across to the other spot? Nope, they blew it. All right. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> That's my favorite. Now listen. Because also, DJ's no longer in frame. Yeah, you I just know. hear it and I'm it's like, did he forget to turn off his mic? Nope. 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 So he meant it. here's what happened. In um, the order of service, it was supposed to go from Paul's message, his final message, and uh, uh, we had decided, uh, Mark, Becky, and me, that we were going to basically uh, um, surprise him when he finishes his message and pray for him. And we got to do that. But I also knew that in the arc, there's no camera break, and I needed to get from the main stage to platform B. And so I didn't realize that the kids knew that. But even before that, I was told, as we were getting things ready before the service by Jen, hey, we're going to insert a song right here. And I'm like, great. And then I went off doing whatever I was doing and didn't write myself a note. So when it came time for the song, I'm like, oh, man, how am I going to transition this? And I thought if I teased, if I said that, that would be enough of a, a you know, because because yeah. our broadcast crew is, is, is top notch. Yeah. So to Brody and everyone else, I need to say to you, you were right. <laughs> I was wrong. (laughs) You're smart. (laughs) I'm stupid. You're the best. I'm the worst. You're very good looking. I'm not attractive. (laughs) I blew it. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It was it was so good. They they had the camera set up just where they needed to go, and and uh, they were ready. They, yep. they for were what they needed. Can the camera follow me? Nope. nope. They blew it. <laughs> I think <laughs> Brody Brody's in the back with his arms straight up in the air, like what? <laughs> well, and we talked about this before, DJ. You said you're basically like Ron Burgundy. Uh huh. And if it if it's written in front of you, you're gonna do it. Right. So it's not written. <laughs> yep. Can't happen. Can't happen. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, I'm sorry guys. And, and I really appreciate you. So please don't uh, put words in my mouth or graphics <laughs> Remember, on the screen. <laughs> yeah, they run those cameras. You want flattering? <laughs> well, I used to work in the um, uh, restaurant business and what's the first rule of going to a restaurant is don't offend the people who handle your food. True. Mm, yep. And mm-hmm. in this case, don't offend the people who <laughs> can make you look really bad on camera. <laughs> How come I'm blurry every time? <laughs> Dude, when did we change to that just real low, like at the floor angle? <laughs> all Why are we going up? All of a sudden, my remote clicker doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're running too long. Just start. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Go on through the slides. Somebody cue the music. Who played the Emmy music? <laughs> Oh, it was good. And the worst part is, is that it's on the internet, so it's forever. It's not like it's just a passing thing that's not, hasn't been recorded that people will forget about in time. Right. No. No, I blew it. This one's Because it was Paul's last sermon, too, so. Nope. They blew it. Uh, yep. Loud and clean. Uh, it's memorable. It's yeah. uh, that's a memorable one because <laughs> I was mentioned in the, in the message and then, yeah. uh, and then you did that. So that was good. So it was your favorite day ever. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I got, I got worth the pain. Yeah. Oh man. Well, part of the problem, uh, it was, uh, some of it was self-inflicted as it mm-hmm. often is when yep. I, when I hurt myself. Um, we had gone to Eli's cross country meet on Saturday. And, and did so, you run it with him? No, but <laughs> if you've ever been to a cross country meet, the it was way, on that scooter. No, <laughs> I, I didn't have the scooter because if I had brought that thing, I probably wouldn't have come back right oh. at a traumatic brain injury. That thing is dangerous. But um, 
if you've ever been to a cross country meet, they put them in like a, on a, a, a golf course or a, a park or things like this. And then they spray paint the, the track basically. Mm -hmm. And then they run all over the place, but they, they zigzag past you like four or five times, you know, but you got to get from here to there and you got to get there in a hurry. Mm -hmm. Well, I was hobbled by this boot. Mm -hmm. Why do you have to get there? Why not just stay so where you, can, you were? So you can clap when they come by. So they, he did a 5K in 20 minutes. It's not Damn. a lot of time. Yeah, he got a little bracelet. They, I, think uh, you, I think you could do a 5K in like two days. <laughs> yeah. Take a like break. A, how long does so, it take me to run a mile? So I was all over that uh, that um, uh, that park. I forget the name of the park in Grand Forks along the river, but I was all over the place, and Tab's like, I think you're overdoing it. And I'm like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. Sunday, I thought we were going to have to go home and cut my foot off. You overdid it. <laughs> oh, man. Again. Self-inflicted. Yep. Also, maybe it's a little dramatic. overdramatic. Uh, it hurt. I, I don't tell it hurts. I just don't think they would have had to remove your whole foot. Well, at the time, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and once again, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to take it off. Yeah. <laughs> Thought for sure. So, uh, yeah, what, um, uh, the, the Corey's, Corey's speech, of course. And then I forget the name of the guy who had the book in front of him on uh, video. Uh, Philip, Philip, he, one of the pastors in Texas. He had a, he had a good one too. Yes, he did. That was funny. And he was reading one of my favorite books, a book, uh, uh um, the, uh, Heidelberg disputation from, uh, Gerhard Ferdy. Mm. Uh, it's a real heady book, and um, Gerhard Ferdy is is one of my favorite professors, and Paul had him as a professor, and he wasn't one of Paul's favorite professors, so <laughs> no, no. So I figured uh, Philip was poking a little fun because sure. he was saying as he was reading, "Oh, that's so right, that's so right." <laughs> we did another fun thing on uh, Paul's last day, August thirty first. We had a clap out for him. Yes, we did. That was cool. We. We had, I don't know, how many people were here, you think? 20? Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah at least. Nice. We lined up the, the sidewalk outside the uh, the Narthex doors on, oh, the, fun. On, the on the north side and did a clap out. We had more people in the shade than on the sunny side. It was kind of lopsided. but Well, it yes. Was it, was, it was hot yeah. if you weren't in the shade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like in the shade, it was just right. But yep. out of it, it was, it was warm. Yeah. Don't you know, Dana, you had like a sweater on in the shade and then you're like, oh, it's hot. I got to take this off. Um, and then we went inside and I got cold. So, <laughs> I'm going to catch a cold. So you've spent your entire, Sarah, you've spent your entire life in the Midwest, right? Yes. Ryan, you spent your entire life in the Midwest? Mm -hmm. Never lived anywhere else? Nope. Okay. Dana, I know some of your formative years you lived in the, in the Southwest. Is that correct? Yes. I'm sure. Arizona's. Arizona. I'm like, which direction are we looking? Yeah, <laughs> Arizona, no. uh, Colorado, Colorado. Okay, that's still Midwest. Mm -hmm. Colorado, and Missouri. The reason I ask is because I noticed something, and I wouldn't change anything about this. In fact, I, I miss the guy right now, and and I and eight hours after Paul was done, I contacted. Him. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I had some. We we had we had uh, uh, some things we had to. He he needed some information, and I needed to share that information with him. Oh, okay, so, sure. Um. But from um, a week before Paul Palooza to a week after Paul Palooza, I think we said goodbye to him about 35 times. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it got me thinking, like, this is the only way that Midwesterners oh, do yeah. it. Yeah. You got to yeah, say goodbye. Yeah, say goodbye, and then we come up with another way to say goodbye, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then we should do this to say goodbye, yeah. too. Did yeah. everybody just slap their thighs and do that? Well. <laughs> we should have all stood out here and waved as he went down the street. So you right. couldn't see him anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess he left. <laughs> For those of you who are not from the Midwest, if you go to a friend's house and you have a nice dinner with them and it's time to leave, you start leaving at about 7, 15, 7, 30 after mm -hmm. the meal's done. If it started at 6, you get out of there about 9.45. Yeah. yeah. So you start saying goodbye at the table. Yeah. Then, yeah okay. then everybody stands up and you say goodbye. Yeah. Yep. Then you go to the door. And, mm -hmm. and you say goodbye there. Sure. Then you go out in the driveway and you say goodbye there. Then they get in their car and then you say, <laughs> and then you, you stand roll at the window, the window down. <laughs> yeah. Then you stand at the window and say goodbye. And then they pull out of the driveway and you wave until you can't see them anymore. And then you're like, well, guess we'll the first go back. time I realized <laughs> that I actually have a habit of doing that was at the DZ house. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I was like, I was standing at the door being like, why have I not mm-hmm. exited this door yet? <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a, it, obviously this isn't a thing everywhere, but it's, a, it is such a thing that's ingrained in my head yeah. that like, since I've been hurt, I can't go to the door when, like when people leave and stuff, I'm like, man, what a slug. <laughs> Just, How rude. Just feel miserable. Right. Don't, yeah, I was going to say, don't you feel like, man, I, yeah. I just yeah. feel rude. I yeah. feel like... Uh, what a jerk. Yeah. Well, See, and what you need, though, is you need more introverts because they're just going to be like, leave. <laughs> it's also, though, the thing of... I I have friends who can not Midwest goodbye. They're like, all right, okay, bye. It's like, oh, man, are they mad at me? <laughs> what do you do? Exactly. Yeah. What did I do? How did yeah. I offend you? You only said goodbye four times. Or yeah. if you're at, like, a restaurant, <laughs> you, like... You like you're leaving, but then you gotta wait for the check, and Mm -hmm. then the check comes, and then you all wait for them to come back and take it, even though you could have just left it there. Right, Uh and then you stand in the parking lot. Yep, Yep. and then you move closer Mm -hmm. to your car. Mm -hmm. Should we go bowling now? (laughs) Where are you going after this? And then you can add a whole another layer if you didn't park by one another. Well, do you just want to ride to your car? (laughs) Then we can sit in the car for another thirty minutes. Right. Rick Lawrence and I did that uh, last week. We went for lunch. He we got to the midpoint between where he was parked and I was parked, and he followed me all the way over to my car <laughs> before he walked back over to his. That's a good Midwest goodbye. Yeah, yeah. That was really- he's a, he's he's a real considerate guy. Yeah, yeah. unlike you, you <laughs> walk it away. Didn't even bother to get up off the couch. No. Nope. Yeah. <sighs> Slug. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> gonna miss gonna miss paul a lot yeah gonna miss uh Rhonda a lot yeah mm-hmm. but really thankful for them and really excited for them at the same time yeah. so so i'm yesterday really mm-hmm. here yeah it's already back <laughs> <laughs> he came to get like people dropped off cards for him and oh. stuff so he came to get <laughs> oh sure so did anybody pull the uh i thought you left well okay so i i don't really hear that he's coming but i do hear margine and i don't really like pay like I wasn't really registering, but I just remember her going, hi, I'm Marjean. And then being like, oh, someone must just be here. And I get up and I'm going to go fill my water bottle. I'm like, that's Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's. She's she's giving him a How come she didn't get a head shake? I would have gotten a head shake over that. I don't know. Maybe Marjean's funnier than you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm not saying she is. I'm just suggesting it. That hurts my feeling. She said maybe. Yeah. You're <laughs> one singular maybe. single one. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, that's funny. Well, goodbye, Paul. Yep. <laughs> and hello, Bison football. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave up my season tickets. And at the time, I was like, this really pains me to do this. But uh, it's expensive. And a lot of times you go there and it's a blowout and you're leaving by halftime. Yeah. Unless you're like, I paid for the whole game. I'm staying and watching this massacre. Right. But this year we gave them up and I was like, I don't know why I did that. And now I know why, because I wouldn't want to hobble all the way up to row CC in section 31. Yeah. Good call. (laughs) I'm, I'm fully bodied i guess I, yeah. I i have no excuse really and i go up even further than you do and yeah. i'm already like do i really want to go <laughs> in the same the section right yeah yeah i'm up yeah. in jj oh yeah double j like uh, Jeff it, if if it was open and it started raining i'd be the first to know <laughs> i can yeah. almost touch the ceiling do you bring kleenex along in case you, your nose starts to bleed we're so high the first time i took dylan to a bison game he was afraid mm-hmm. like we got to the top and he thought he was like i'm gonna fall forward i'm like just <laughs> just sit in your seat you'll be yep. fine mike he really thought like it gave him the impression Way up there yeah. yeah my cousin's son would uh he would my ears would s- pop going up there <laughs> he would scream when they carried him up because he, he, they started bringing him right away when he was newborn yeah he would scream going up the stairs and then when he was old enough to where they couldn't carry him anymore he would cling on to the to the railing going up the stairs and just really slow so what it, phobia did they give that kid <laughs> He's good now. He'll run right up and down. Oh, he sees a buffalo and just gets a little flinch. <laughs> well, now he's now he's whatever nineteen Instead or twenty. Instead of uh, red flag, it's green and yellow. Just yeah, kind of right. <laughs> I was excited because uh, in the mail yesterday came the um, wheat yellow and and uh, prairie green uh, envelope 
for mm. the Office of Admissions for NDSU. And I got to say to my oldest, who's applying to other schools, I said, Addie, yep. it's finally come. Yep. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? I said, oh, no, no, no. This isn't you have to. This is where you're going if you don't apply to all those other schools you want to get into and don't get in. Because yep. they'll take you yep. anytime. <laughs> yep. I, today, I went home for lunch today, and I got a postcard from NDSU. And I was like... <laughs> The, the postcard came, and I was like, oh, Eli finally got one from NDSU. Nope. It's for alumni. They're yes. looking for money. Yes. They want money. For money. Yep. I got my no. MSU M1. Yep. <laughs> it's that time. It's that season. Yep. But I could help Isabel with her college tuition, whoever Isabel is. It's probably a paid model that was on the on the cover. Yeah. It's They're like, here, look at this child. Yeah. Right, I was yeah. attending college. Yep, you like could, so it's a commercial. So what? They're taking lessons from like World Vision of yeah. uh, help be. this child in yeah. Next year, to see the, the commercial world. with Sarah McLaughlin. It's <laughs> just twenty five cents a day. This person isn't help. real. Sorry, Isabel. If it's if you are real and you're listening, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. yeah. Feel free to 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 write into that podcast yeah. and give Ryan a piece of your mind. Or, or come in and stop in here uh, sometime after September 16th. Don't yeah. worry. We'll redirect. <laughs> we'll make sure to forward that mail. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so um, um, I have a religious question if we actually want to want to do some of that today. And oh. actually... You uh, mean the purpose of this podcast? Yeah. That well, God, we talked about that we and talked stuff. About, now we got to talk about God. Yeah. We, we already <laughs> talked about the first religion of North Dakota, NDSU football. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, right. On to the next. That's right. Lutheranism. <laughs> That's right. So um, there's actually three questions that I want to go to, but I'm going to ask this one first and see what you guys, you you guys tell me what you think. So um, what is the relationship between Christianity Mm -hmm. and Judaism? I just see blank faces. <laughs> the relationship between let's Christianity start, Let's start with this. Do you know what Judaism is? Let's start Correct. there. Correct. Yes. Okay. What is Judaism? It's like the Jewish faith. <laughs> I'm waiting for Dana because she's like, yep, yep. absolutely. She's like, what oh, is of it? Of course I do. She's like, of course, absolutely. Well, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Next question. Yes. <laughs> It I is. know what it is, but you want me to put it in words? I can't. <laughs> I, I think Sarah, you you nailed yeah. it. It's the it's the the religion or the faith of of the uh, the Jewish faith, mm-hmm. right? It comes from the people of Judah, mm-hmm. who come from the people of Israel, who come. They're the people of the old the people of the Bible, mm-hmm. right? God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's Judaism. Mm-hmm. What's the relationship between Judaism and Christianity? Let's start here. What ethnicity was Jesus? Well, he was Jewish. He was Jewish. Yeah, yeah I was. I was going to say, um, and I was trying to figure out how to how to verbalize it, but it's like the 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 building blocks. Can we call it building blocks? I, yeah. I literally was okay. like, it grew from, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if if you think about it, just in the Bible, mm-hmm. the Old Testament gives all these promises these covenant promises of what God is going to do. And by the end of the Old Testament, um, it seems like there's a bunch of promises that have not been fulfilled. They're waiting for the next David, who's who in Hebrew is Messiah or Messiah is the term. It means the anointed one. And the Messiah is connected with not just um, uh, the rightful king of the nation of Israel, but he takes on this, um, this super human importance of that he will sit at the head of all tables when when messiah comes it will elevate the nation of israel which isn't even a nation anymore by the end of the old testament into the the nation that's at the head of all tables okay more powerful than all the empires that that have have conquered that land <clears throat> and so the bible uh, the old testament ends around 500 BC. That's when the last of the writings that we have in that time. And there's this 500 year period where nothing seems to happen, but actually all kinds of stuff happens. Mm -hmm. It's what we call the intertestamental period. And when you get to the New Testament, you you find that there's new sects within Judaism that have arisen. There's there's basically four groups. There's 
There's the Essenes, and these are people who are like, we're going to go hang out in the desert until Messiah comes because um, civilization has become so corrupt. Mm-hmm. So so they go and hide out in, in the desert, and it's from these people that we get what are the writings that are called the Dead Sea Scrolls. They're, they're from the Essenes. It was their sacred writings, which okay. was the, the writings of the Old Testament plus some of their own stuff. Okay. You have another group known as the Zealots, and the Zealots are basically uh, domestic terrorists. Um, at the time of the New Testament, the Holy Land is occupied territory by the Empire of Rome. Okay, Prior to Jesus being born, it was a province that was basically like a tributary state to Rome. They'd, mm-hmm. get, they'd say, oh, Rome, you're so great. Here's a bunch of money. And Rome would say, I like you. You're, you're my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time of... of uh, that was the beginning of the New Testament when Jesus is born, but but by the time he's old enough, he's 30 and doing ministry, um, it's no longer a province uh, or a, a tributary state. It's now a, um, oh, it, it, it's occupied territory by the Romans, okay? Mm-hmm. And the Zealots were the group of people that wanted to overthrow by force the Romans, and so they had their own zealous messiahs popping up all the time, and, and they're mentioned a bit in the New Testament. Um, Barabbas very well may have been one. Barabbas means son of uh, the father. And Jesus was called um, the son of God, mm-hmm. uh, which would be, um, well, I'm going to get it wrong, but it's bar means son. And then uh, God is, is Elohim, bar Elohim. So it could very well be that when he lifted up Barabbas and he lifted up Jesus, he was lifting up, do you want to... Uh, um, free son of the father or son of God, mm-hmm. which Messiah are you going to have? And the people chose Barabbas. Um, and, and the zealots were, were violent. It could be that um, Judas Iscariot was, was a zealot most likely. And there's another disciple of Jesus who's named Simon the zealot. He's also a, a, one of these guys. Uh, Iscariot means um, son of the dagger, I believe. And the Sicarii, were assassins among the zealots. So Judas, son of the dagger, or Judas, the, the dagger. Um, and then there was the ones that we know really well, the Sadducees. And you know what? You, you know, they didn't believe in, in eternal life, so they were sad, you see. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey-o>! <laughs> they didn't believe in the resurrection. And so, and they were the ones that were kind of the, the higher ups. They worshiped around Jerusalem, they were in charge of temple worship, that kind of stuff. And then you had the Pharisees, which the Pharisees get a bad rap because they were the ones that really kind of held. Jewish identity together when the Jewish people were in exile in other parts of the empires that conquered that land. And wherever there was, I believe, three, maybe four Jewish men in an area, they could they could found a synagogue or a house of prayer, and they held their faith in those things. And what Pharisees were looking for was, was basically like a reformation of Judaism as they waited for Messiah to come. Mm-hmm. So those were the four groups, and none of them were expecting the Messiah to come as Jesus comes, fulfilling not only being the the promised Messiah ascended descended from David, but that he's more, even more than that, he's the Son of Man going all the way back to the beginning, and that he's come not just to save the Jewish people, but to save all of the people on earth. And the best place that we get a clear understanding of this is in the gospel of Luke as it lays this entire argument out. In fact, if I was to ask you, who is Jesus? What, what are some things that you would say for you? Like, who is he for you? Savior. He's your savior. Mm -hmm. You say anything else or does that really sum it up? King. King. Mm -hmm. Do you know that there's only one book in the Bible that refers to Jesus as savior? Did you know that? It's the Gospel of Luke. I think John mentions it once, but he's never called Savior in Matthew or Mark or Paul's letters. It's just in the Gospel of Luke that okay. Jesus is the Savior because mm-hmm. it emphasizes that he's he's the Savior of Israel, but that Israel is not just the Jewish people because um, Israel is an older term for them. It's, it's both the Jewish and the Gentile people are now Israel through Jesus and therefore are God's chosen people. So he's the savior, not just of the Jews, but of the entire world, going all the way back to Adam and Eve. So that's kind of the the connection between them. What distinguishes Judaism and Christianity is that 
for those who are adherents of Judaism, they don't believe that Jesus is the Savior. They don't believe that he's the Messiah. They believe in everything else about God that we do uh, that's recorded in the Old Testament, but none of the New Testament. And for Christians, the New Testament really is the lens by which we understand the Old Testament. It doesn't, it doesn't get rid of the Old Testament. It makes, it, it makes sense of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. I've heard it put. So that's really the connection. For Christians, Christians see us as um, part of God's chosen people alongside the Jews, adopted on account of Jesus Christ, regardless of our ethnicity. That, you know, we're not, we're not Jewish by faith, uh, or we're not Jewish by, by blood, we're, we're part of Israel through faith in Jesus Christ, even though we are most likely Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so for us, Jesus Christ is the promised Messiah that the, the Lord has, has given, or who mm-hmm. we say is God the Father. Um, in the Old Testament, that would be who the, the Jewish people would, would call um, Adonai Elohim, Lord God. Jesus is the one that reveals to us that we can call him Father. So that's the connection. Christianity and Judaism have the same values at their heart because um, they're the values that come out of the Bible. The distinction is we believe that Jesus is the Lord, that he's the son of God, that he is God the son Mm -hmm. and of equal nature with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit, whereas they are, um, hero Israel, the Lord is your God, the Lord alone. The the Shema. Okay. Makes sense? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense to you, Dana? Mm-hmm. You can bl- mm-hmm. <laughs> so can you put that into words now? Like, no, absolutely okay. not. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so here's the next question. What makes someone a heretic? Oh, isn't that a great one? Um, What's the matter? You, we're, we're just yeah, you were really excited, about so it. I think well, you know what it is. No. Just like Dana with the Judaism <laughs> question. This is your Judaism question. What, what makes someone a heretic? Hmm? Um... I don't know. Well, let's start with this. Do you know what? Do you know what a heretic <laughs> is? A, a heretic is somebody who uh, preaches false gospel. Are they not? Yes, a false teacher yeah. is a heretic. They teach. Okay. They teach what is contrary to what is generally accepted. Basically, mm-hmm. so you know, being a Broncos fan would be a what? heresy in the Midwest. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah. Uh, Russell Wilson. Okay, so, not the best line. Yeah. Well, how's Geno Smith for you? Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Should we just mute him now? The C- the Seahawks and I have decided to part ways for this next season because <laughs> I'm just shaking my head and beating it against the wall with all the wonderful decisions they're making. So. Oh, man. Go Vikings. This is our year. Here we go. You know, here's, you? I'm, I'm going to take this in the ditch just for a second. Please do. I, I love Drew Locke. I, I think the guy is, he's not a good quarterback, but I love his enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Enthusiasm but only gets you so far. Man, if he could just get out of his own way, he'd actually be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Your last preseason game, all you have to do is just don't screw it up. And he throws three interceptions. It's harder than it sounds. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Ryan. Hi. You go throw a football <laughs> Right now. I'm not being paid, nor am I uh, trained to do such You know, you make a really good point. If someone was to offer me $30 million, I think I'd be really good at that. I'd figure it out. Yeah, (laughs) I'd really put some effort into it. At least you would hope that you're worth that. You know, this is another thing that comes up. I I shouldn't get started, but now I am. Oh, no. (laughs) You started this this yourself. This... uh, uh, this People get really, really grumpy when they find out somebody's making forty million dollars a year to 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 shoot free throws or things Throw like this. Mm-hmm. Would you say they get they get how, how's it put? They get they get wrapped around the axle. They do, as they, they do. say. They do. As some may say. Bye, Paul. As some they, may say. They uh, um, they do. They get really worked up. And here's the problem. Because you'll you'll hear that. Nobody should get paid that kind of money. Well, they're bringing the money in. Right. I was like, it, that's supply and demand. And if you don't like a it, brand. if you don't like it, why don't you get people riled up about not going or buying tickets? Because, right. They can pay them because that's how much money they have. Well, right. I mean, they're, they're yeah. bringing in that kind of revenue. I mean, what? It's supply and demand. It's not, 
they're not being paid for their skill. They're being paid for their marketability. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And how is it any different than like actors? True. Exactly. They get paid millions Mm -hmm. to make a movie for that's two hours long. Yeah. Or YouTube influencers. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People are, I mean, people are watching. Brand deals, man. Brand deals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly it. But anyway, Nike sponsorship. Any, right. Anyway, <laughs> I will not be throwing the ball because I'm not being, and that's not my thing. But the second they write that's that fair. check, you'll right. give it a try? Yeah. I'd give it a try. I mean, I'd make sure I got all my pads on, but I mean, <laughs> if somebody's going to run me over, you know, for make the sure right. Make sure the trainer wraps her ankle. Yeah, for the right. <laughs> Eli has to have his ankles wrapped now when he runs. So it's funny you brought that up. Oh, no. Because he's, he's having trouble with his feet. So they, they're wrapping it. That's not good for someone Wait, who runs cross country. Yeah, I'm just like, is this like a hereditary thing that like pretty soon your son's going to be in a boot? He's flat footed. Oh, it's, okay. it's just wearing tear from mm-hmm. all he's doing. Yeah. 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 Back to the question at hand. <laughs> yeah. Heretics. What makes someone a heretic? Uh, if you. Uh, By the example that you gave, I just showed myself to be a heretic of the Seahawks. Yeah. Because I'm contrary to the to the thinking that they're going in. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask another question now as we're unpacking this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if somebody said that Jesus is not God, Correct. that would be a heresy. Yes. Now, wh- uh, um, <laughs> and and take this as what I, I'm just asking the question so that we can have the discussion. Yep. What. Uh, by what standard? Because depending on what re- what Christian sect you're listening to, right? They they believe that. Well, and that's where things go. You, you can either fall into the, in, into one of three categories: orthodox, mm-hmm. heterodox, heresy. Okay. Okay. Orthodox means right teaching. Mm-hmm. Heterodox means different teaching. Okay. Heresy means contrary teaching. Okay. Okay. So, for example, if you were to say, and Christianity is the largest religion on on the planet, Mm -hmm. um, um, being caught up to by Islam from the last study that I saw, but I don't know how they can figure all this stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. But the vast, vast, vast majority of Christians in Christianity follow the one true Orthodox, Catholic, Apostolic, Evangelical faith, regardless mm-hmm. of their denomination. And here, Catholic means small c; it means universal. Mm-hmm. Okay, Apostolic means we follow the the tradition of of the faith as passed down from Jesus to the apostles to the rest of us. In other words, the Bible mm-hmm. and what the Bible teaches about how we are to live our lives, and also what it reveals about the nature of God. This is what we call theology. Mm-hmm. And then we use language to, theology is the language that we use to talk about God. Sure. Orthodoxy would be right teaching. So it's those things that are in line with that teaching. And one of the basic teachings of Christianity that's recorded in symbols that we call creeds, all Christians have to be in line with the three ecumenical creeds. We begin to disagree from that point, and then different groups will say, you're heterodox, you're not heterodox, but we all are considered Christian, is if you believe in that there is one God and three persons, mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is fully God and fully man, that he died on the cross for the sins of the world, and that through faith in him, you are forgiven of all of your sins and given new life. Mm-hmm. These are all things that are confessed with within those ecumenical creeds, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, and the Athanasian Creed. Okay. Okay, that's the heart of the Christian faith. When you're outside of that, you're heresy. Okay. You're a heretic. Heterodox is when you teach something contrary, um, not contrary or, or opposite, but teach something different. Like, um, if you don't don't think that Jesus is the Son of God, you are not you're, you're not teaching heterodoxy. You're teaching heresy. Okay. Um, if, if you teach that that Jesus had blonde hair and blue eyes, mm-hmm. that is heterodoxy. That is not heresy. It's okay. most likely not true because Jesus was uh, Middle Eastern right. in the Middle East <laughs> 2,000 <laughs> years ago. Pretty. He, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't immigrate, huh? More likely than not, he had brown hair and brown eyes. Right. And and the entire issue is, is silly anyway. Right. But that would be an example of 
heterodoxy. Okay. Heterodoxy can enter into heresy. And part of the reasons you have so many different denominations is that what you may think is a heterodox issue, I might think is a heretical issue when we get to talking about things like, how do you come to faith? How does faith come to you? Uh-huh. Some teach that it is through predestination. Others say you got to make your choice for Jesus. It's all on you. Yep. That's that's. So those who hold to predestination would say to those on, on the other side, heresy. Yep. Um, so if somebody, if somebody, uh, so where does this fall in? If people say Jesus was actually married, that that would fall in. Well, what do you mean when you say that? Married uh, to a married to a woman. Um, um, I guess. What else do you mean? What like, are you implying when you say that? Are you denying the full divinity as well as the hu- full humanity of Christ in saying that Jesus had a? No, ju- no, just just if somebody were to say, yeah, he come on, he was married. Are you implying like trying that, to spice up a story? Are you implying line? that Jesus had children? Uh, no, I didn't go there. I just said he was married. Yeah, I mean, because you'll hear people say that you know he was married to Mary Magdalene or or what, whatever. What you find with people who make those claims is that underlying that simple benign relationship mm-hmm. is heresy, because it it goes to that Jesus was not fully divine; he was just a man, mm-hmm. and as a man, he didn't want to be considered God. He was completely down to earth. It was it's it's holding on to the full humanity of Christ at the expense of his divinity. Sure. That's usually where that goes. Okay, so that would fall into a heresy. That's a heresy. Okay. <clears throat> um, we as Lutherans believe that Jesus Christ is truly present in, with, and under the bread and the wine in Holy Communion. But there are other denominations like the Baptist Church that believe that Jesus is not fully present in, with, and under the bread and the wine. It's just bread and wine, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's not Jesus at all. It's to remind you about what Jesus did for you on the cross. Sure. Well, is that heresy or heterodoxy? That's where things get a little fishy. Sure. Um, you know, one side would say heretic, another side would say no. It's it's why there's so many different denominations. On some of these issues, we just can't come to a full agreement where we can be in full relationship. So heterodox and heresy gets a little fishy. Usually the the claim that you're a hetero that you're teaching heterodoxy is usually a warning to someone within your same church. Sure. To say, okay, you're getting a little far out there. Mm-hmm. Don't fall into heresy because that's the next step, and then sure. you're out of here. Okay, so that's the distinction. Okay, gotcha. You said you had three. Yeah, which my Fargo South math tells me there's one more. There's one more, and this will this is the last one. What happens to Christians who backslide? Uh, like at the Minnesota State Fair right now. Well, I was just thinking or, that too. Like like you know, backslide like. Down a water slide or something? Yeah. Or, I don't I, I guess they'd hit the pool eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, the, what the dictionary actually says has nothing to do with a pool. It has to do with a relapse into bad ways or error. A relapse from when? Um, uh, when you're not doing those bad ways. <laughs> no, what I, what I mean is... Uh, so what what is that? Backsliding on. Well, what I'm what does that mean exactly? In um, are are you talking like they are renouncing their faith and uh, uh, basically I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. Or is it the way it's worded? I don't rats. I, I, I screwed up again. Yeah, right. So what happens to Christians who backslide? I think a bit of it is exactly what you said, because one way that you respond, basically what what this is saying is what happens to Christians who sin? Well, the fact of the matter is we're all sinners. Right. And the the great thing about Jesus, like I put it this way, all Christians are recovering addicts. Yeah. Do you know, do you know who thinks there's, they're an addict? Only someone in recovery. Mm -hmm. If you're not in recovery, you don't think you're an addict. Right. And so what do Christians confess? That we're all we, we're all sinners. Mm-hmm. Christians are the only people that admit that they're sinners. Right. Because you can't be a Christian otherwise. And and if you don't think you're a sinner, you're not going to become a Christian. Right. You're not going to follow Jesus. But we're recovering addicts mm-hmm. in the sense that we know that we're sinners and we know that we are powerless before 
the reality of sin in our lives. And what is sin? It's wanting to be our own gods. Right. And going contrary to God's intentions for our life, uh, not wanting to be saved through faith alone in Jesus Christ, but wanting to be saved on our own merit, wanting God to do what we want God to do rather than us doing what God wants us to do. Sure. Right? So if we're recovering addicts, <clears throat> then it's like we're in recovery. It's like it's like going to AA. Mm-hmm. And what do you do at AA? You realize that you're powerless before your sin and you cling to God. That's what we call faith. Mm-hmm. Do we mess up from time to time? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. But if your response is, I don't care. I want to do it my way. Mm-hmm. Well, now your backsliding is not falling into error. It's rejection of God's, um, excuse me, God's relationship to you. It's, it's, it's more than just, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Because the natural return with any Christian to God and neighbor is to admit that you're wrong and to seek to do better. Mm-hmm. Now, is it going to be perfect? No. Are we going to fail a thousand times? Maybe. Maybe. Life is messy. Mm-hmm. And and it's very easy to fall into the old temptations. But it's it's faith in Jesus that, that sets us free from that stuff and hopefully will give us the strength to overcome our, our desires, temptations, mistakes, habits that would take us from God. I mean, that's, that's what recovery looks like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ongoing. And that's the Christian life. From the moment Jesus tackles you, you spend the rest of the rest of your life getting used to the fact that you have a savior and, and backsliding to the point where you reject Jesus is no longer backsliding. It's, it's rejection. Mm-hmm. Backsliding presupposes the way this is word. What happens if a Christian backslides? Well, you turn to Jesus, mm-hmm. you repent and hopefully the Holy Spirit is working on you enough that you recognize that you messed up and that you need to repent and turn back to Jesus and be forgiven. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, so what is the life of a Christian? We're demented recovering addicts. We are constantly uh, recognizing that we are broken before sin. We're in recovery. So we're trying not to, to sin anymore, but we're demented. We have a touch of dementia. We need to hear the promise again and again and again, that God loves you. God forgives you. You're, you're his own mm-hmm. to get us, through this crazy thing we call life. Right. Yeah. And that's that's where it becomes a great adventure. <laughs> cool. Yep. Good plug there, DJ. We'll talk yeah. about that more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the great adventure. The great adventure is our next sermon series. Yeah. By the time this up. by the time this comes out, we'll be into it already. It's oh. like we're back to the future again. Wasn't yeah. Rally Day great? Yeah, we, ra- we kicked off the great adventure. So fun. Good time. Such a nice first, day. First oh. night of confirmation was great. Is this coming in after that too? On the fifteenth, yeah. I was amazed that we had so many kids. Oh, I was four, only expecting a hundred, and we had what a thousand? Hundreds and thousands. Hundreds and thousands. Yeah, so many, so many, crazy, packed to the gills, all in the ark. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got one little bit of uh, uh, housekeeping. Do we call it housekeeping? I don't know. So there are people who have asked multiple times. The last episode we talked about my imminent departure. Uh, from the staff of atonement, which d- has left Dana weeping for weeks now. He lies. <laughs> Wait, you, I have a question. Are you still here when this podcast comes uh, yes. out? Yeah, you, yep. your last day is tomorrow when this oh. comes out, right? Yes, yep. Got one, day go. <laughs> one day to go. <laughs> one so, day to go. One day. So I've had people ask, what's going what's gonna to happen to the podcast? Are you still going to be on the podcast? Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. It might look a little different, I suppose. Um, maybe, maybe shorter episodes or, um, things like that, but we are still going to do that podcast. Am I, am I right? Yeah. I mean, this is now a 50, 50 endeavor of staff and Mm non-staff or staff and former staff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We might even get the, uh, the, the previously known (laughs) as senior pastor Paul Cross to come on here now and then. (laughs) We should. Um, but you know, it, it's good because it's going to give us time to, um, uh, maybe do a little more planning, maybe get back mm-hmm. to getting some guests on and talking to some some different people. So if you have any suggestions for things like that, you can let us know um, by going to thatpodcast.net, right? They mm-hmm. can leave a message there. Mm-hmm. Am I right? I don't know. I don't manage the website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work here. <laughs> I, look at, I look at Sarah like she knows. Um, or you can go to our, our Facebook page. You can send a, a message 
um, in any number of ways, including on the YouTube link if you're listening on YouTube right now. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing this. I don't see why we wouldn't. Because we want to. Yeah. We made it past those first 20 episodes. So, yeah, we, <laughs> ain't no we stopping did, us now. Justin. <laughs> we are rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put that because we want to. This isn't a have to. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we, we want to. We don't have to do it. Right. We want to do it. So we are going to continue doing that. So ease your mind. We'll, you'll hear us next week again for another riveting episode. I said it mellow. You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You just snuck it in there. Well, it's not the last one. It's not oh, the, okay. yeah, you can only it's get very crazy. N- very NPR of you. You, you can only do, you can only do <laughs> crazy once an episode. Otherwise, Sarah mutes you. Uh, that's true. <laughs> so. All right. Some, would somebody like to pray for us? You got it, Ryan. I, I prayed last time. I thought I prayed last no, time. No, no, wrong. I feel like Sarah prayed last Oh, yeah, time. she did. Ah. Actually, I, I prayed last time. Oh, yeah, see? It's your right. pastor cross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sarah wasn't here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> your turn, Sarah. <laughs> Where am I? Because you were the, you were the uh, six. That's right. All right. Oh, even I forgot that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to gather. And Lord, we thank you that even when we backslide, you're there to continue to remind us that you love us and you're here for us and you care for us. And Lord, we just have to remember to cling to you and cling to that faith and continue to listen to that promise. Lord, I I just want to pray for all of our students who are going back to school and also all of the kids who are getting back to their Wednesday night routines that come with school. And Lord, I just pray that this year during confirmation and Sunday school and kids club and any programs that are happening across churches that you are being heard, you are being seen, and you are being felt by those people both in the building and those who are out in the community. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Regardless of when this was recorded or when you are listening to this, this Sunday, you can join us online at atonement.live, atonementfargo.org, or on YouTube for a 9 a.m. and a 10.30 a.m. service. That is unless Jesus has returned by the time you get to this one. In that case, you won't care. And you can join us any of those places at any of those times, or you can go to YouTube to find any of our past episodes of that podcast, Bible studies, services, all that sort of thing, including, uh, are we going to have Paula Palooza on, online? Do we know? It's online. It's online Apparently now? It's already there. Oh, I haven't checked. Okay, so you can even check out Paula Palooza, which was phenomenal. So for Pastor DJ Laura, Sarah DeYoung, I almost did it again. Sarah Mashevsky and Dana DeYoung, I almost do that all the time. Pastor DJ Laura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time for another riveting episode of That Podcast.